Welcome to the Power of Being You podcast, where we interview people who are out in the world creating change by being authentically themselves. Come along with us as we discover tips and tools that you can use to shine your brilliance even brighter. I'm Sarah Grandinetti, and I'm excited to explore the power of being you. Welcome everyone to this episode of the Power of Being You podcast. My name is Sarah Grandinetti, your host, and I'm joined today by a magical creature who goes on earth by the name Brendan Watt. Um, he, <laughs> he, is, he is a um, creator of magnitude and travels the world giving classes um, of access consciousness. He has one coming up with access bars, if you are, we'll get into that a little bit. Um, and what I know about Brendan is that he took his life from feeling hopeless and not knowing, you know, what it was going to look like to or doubting maybe what the possibilities were for him and created magic using the access tools. So I'm excited to explore your journey today, Brendan, and I'm grateful you are here. Thank you. Thank you for having me here. I love that intro video. It's so good. Uh, awesome. Um, so I'm going to just jump right in with you. So what, when you hear being you, or even um, that question that Dane puts, like, what if you being you is the gift, the change in the world uh, that the world requires and the possibility that the world requires? Um, what, what is that to you? Uh, for me, I mean, I know when I'm being me because I'm like, I have space in my world, but also I don't have to, like, I don't have to prove to anyone, including myself, that I'm like, that I'm a contribution or that I need to do anyone, do anything to anyone to prove that I care about them or that I'm there or that I'm contributing. I just am. And so for me, I would say it's way easier for me to know when I'm not being me than it is to acknowledge when I am being me, <laughs> you know, cause the amb- when I'm being me, it's just like everything, nothing feels like anything. It's just, it is what is. And, you know, like I said, with the proving, but it's like when I'm, I, I struggle with not being me. Like if I'm having a moment and I'm not being me, but also, um, you know, one of the things that's helped me a lot is I, I also, know very well that I'm choosing to not be me. It's not just happening. I'm not just going, oh, my life is, you know, sucking right now and I'm unhappy and I'm all of this. It's like, okay, what am I choosing right now that's creating this? Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about like when you first started to break open those solidities that you thought you were, that you were trying to get right, like those kind of things and how starting to play with access tools gave you that, that, new space of being or that you could even tap into what being you was because I know a lot of people that listen to this podcast um maybe haven't even taken a being you class or an access class and so I would love to hear more (laughs) what'd you say I didn't even hear it I said bad people (laughs) um but but so someone here is like but I'm awake and my name is Sarah and therefore I'm being me. And so will you talk a little bit about from that place of, okay, you know, this is where, this is what it starts to look like or where you start to go on that journey or what it looked like for you. Well, I would say it just, space starts to open up in your world and it's like, and you, like, it's not all about, okay, well, I need the money and I need the relationship and I need the, the business and the happy family and all of these these um 
ways that we define what being us is and what happiness is and, and the way that we should live to, to, to being present in your life. And, and rather than trying to bring the past forward, just going, okay, so what, um, what direction would I like to go in my life? Like for me, I, for me, I, I know when I'm off track because I'm trying to, I'm fighting to create something and it doesn't make me any lighter and it doesn't make me any more joyful. So for me, it's like, like I said, if I don't have that space in my world, I'm not a happy camper. So it's like, you might just wake up and go, Oh, hi, I'm, I'm me. I'm me. That's really what it is. And then it's like, but, but I don't have all the things that I should have. Well, it's like, but what direction do you want to take your life in? And then for me, what I started learning was my choices were creating that. So if I had, you know what, I want to, um, I want a, a life with way more ease in it, way more joy, way more creativity. And then I'm choosing against that. Then I'm not actually going in the direction of, of what I'd like to have my life like. So we have to look at, and I'm, I'm getting a lot more clearer in my world with this right now is what are my choices validating? Are they validating the direction that I'm saying I would like to go or are they validating some other direction? And that for me being you is, is really getting honest with yourself about what are you trying to create? Like, what is it that you desire to create as your life? Well, I, I love that you brought up choice because I think, you know, a lot of us like create a no choice universe based on those limitations and those definitions or those roles that we've signed up for, signed the, whatever it is, if it's like, um, husband, wife, lover, like whatever. And then there's like a rule book goes along with being a good one of those. Yeah. Um, and so it's like, I can't be me here because I'm supposed to be the thing that that person wants me to be or that I have to be. Blah, 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 blah. And I love the, I know that you love talking about choice and you facilitate the class choice, the possibilities and access consciousness. So shout out to that class. Um, can you talk a little bit more about and dig in a little bit more with me about where your choices start to create more of an awareness of being you. Yeah. Well, when you're willing to be, when you're willing to be present with them and rather than just go to, um, this is my life is happening like this. It's showing up like this is actually be present with your choices and go, okay, so what, what choices am I making that are creating this? Like if you're going out of being you and you, you're getting let, like, let's look at it. Like if you're, if you're angry at somebody, is that what you would choose if you were being you? <laughs> so for me, no, that's not me being me. That's me proving something or creating fight in order to, in order to gain control. So I go, okay, so what would it be like if I was, what, what would I choose and what would it be like right now if I was being me? You know, would I give this situation some space? Would I ask a question? Like, what would it be like if I was in allowance of this rather than doing fight? So it, it takes it out of this, the world happening to you thing to, okay, I have another choice available right now. What could I choose to have more of a sense of me? And so it's been, it's been definitely been a journey with choice because I was always, I was always looking outside of me for somebody give me a job. So I know what direction to take somebody. And for me, it was always, um, what do you need from like, what do you need me to be? What do you need from me? And I, I can fulfill that need. That's my job in life. So we, we create our job in life so that we have something to do so that we never get to be. And 
it, it'll work to the degree that it works for you for as long as it works, but it gets to a point where you're like, where did I go? Like, where, where's me and what I desire to create in this world and as my life and as my future and as my living. And it's like, and that's it, that becomes the invitation for more of us to go, Oh, you know, like how much do you like being around somebody when they're just like, I don't need anything from you. I just, I like you. I like your space. I like just being around you. You, you contribute. And it's like, it's a whole lot easier than we make it out to be. So true. Um, so you brought up fight and um, we're recording this podcast live and I'm seeing some people um, put stuff in the chat right now um, about, about fight and um, being an allowance instead of fight. And what I know is that so many people like, um, you know, we, we grow up and we have to like fight to be heard or we have to fight to be seen, or there's always some sort of fight that we have to like break through in order to be, be what we think is us. So I would love to hear more about like you, your journey of giving up that fight. Well, yeah. And that is another journey. It's like, well, I know that it, um, it doesn't create any change in a situation. Like you'll do it thinking that you're going to gain control. And if you gain control and you finally win and you'll finally get it right. But it's like, it doesn't, once again, it takes you away from being you. So in order to create the fight, first of all, you have to either align and agree with something or resist and react to it. So you've already made it either real and true. You've already made it real and true in order to create the fight. And once we do that, like if you, um, you know, look at something in your life right now for people. It's like, look at something that you're, fight, that you're fighting with. It might be a relationship, might be financially, it might be with your kids, it might be with um, the whole world, the government, the all of that. And it's like, in order, to, first of all, in order to create that fight, you first of all have to align and agree with what you're fighting against. So in that, it doesn't allow it to change. Brendan, I have to stop you because I need you to say more about aligning and agreeing the thing you're fighting with. That is so easily said in, in, in access where we get it, but will you please take me back, take me back to school and give me more information yeah. right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> aligning and agreeing the thing that you're fighting with. So please. Well, let's like if we take it at, like as a, in a bigger perspective, like if we look at, because I mean, the most obvious obvious fight for a lot of people in the world right now is the stuff with the lockdown, with COVID, with vaccinations, with all of the stuff that's going on with that, with travel, with basically our world has changed with all of that. So you could look at it from, okay, that's all wrong. I'm going to fight against it. Government shouldn't be doing that. And people shouldn't be, people shouldn't be getting mandated to get vaccinated. Um, the, um, the government shouldn't be doing control like this and all of that, which is, I get it. Like I, I get it, but it's like, look at the energy of, okay, I'm going to, in order to create the fight, first of all, is you have to go to judgment of this is wrong. But in that going to straight away, this is wrong. Is it's like, what does the fight create in order to change it? It only creates more of the judgment, and more of the fight. So you have to, you've already come to a fixed point of view about it rather than allowance would be, okay. Like if you look at, um, well, even with this, like allowance would be, okay, interesting point of view. I have this point of view is not creating the, the, um, not creating the fixed point of view about it has to be this way. 
it has to be wrong, it has to be bad, it has to be evil, it has to be terrible to see, because once you go to that, you've got no other possibilities. Question has become a question has gone out the window to prove the rightness of what you've decided is wrong. And you even in talking about it, notice that the confusion that it creates for most people, because it's like, yeah, but how am I going to create change if I don't fight for it? Well, has it ever created change in the past? And we, we keep following this program of fight, 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 fight for what you believe in. Well, it's even with that fighting for what you believe in means that you can't create something than something greater than what you've decided, what you've already tried to make right about what you believe in. And so this whole being you conversation is, is when you're being you, you have capacities to create change that don't necessarily function the way that everybody else does. Like what if we could actually be the question of what would it actually take to change this? What space could I be that would allow this to change? And if you look at, if we, so there's like one thing with the world, but if we make it a little smaller and let's say you have a fight with somebody in your life and you're going, well, they did this, so they're wrong and I need to show them how they're wrong and I need to prove my point of view. Well, does that ever change anything? And it's like, if you put your walls and barriers down to it and just go, okay, here's what is, what space can I be that would allow this to change? How much of it just starts to melt away? But we are so vested in the rightness of ourselves that we don't allow ourselves to be the change because if we allow ourselves to be the change, then we're no longer in control of our lives. Mm. Oh, control. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> yeah. And it's, it's, I get it. I mean, you know, it's one thing to talk about it. It's another thing to choose it because it's like, I do get it. I've done a lot of, let me prove how right I am and let me, let me fight, let me fight against everything. I've done all that. And one thing I know is it doesn't work. Yeah. Well, what I'm seeing too is like the fight to be. So you have, to, we have to, and I love when you said like the, you have to first align and agree almost that like a fight's required, which keeps you wrapped up with a fight instead of just choosing to be. And like, so if you're like being judged as something wrong and bad in order to fight it, you have to agree with it first that it, that it of the judgment so that you can then turn it in order to prove that it's not wrong and bad. It's right. Instead yeah. of, freedom of just choice to be something different and let the judgments melt away or stay but not have a point of view about it um so so your your beautiful transition into control i want to talk about that a little bit um when when we're being us um you know in access we talk about doing control and being control mm -hmm. and I have had this question come up numerous times and there's always different answers in classes that I facilitate. There's always different answers that fall out of my mouth. So I would love to ask you, Brendan, what, what is the difference between being willing to be control versus doing control? Well, doing control is you've already, you've already got a result in mind. You know, this is what's happening now. I'm going to control everything to make sure that it happens that way. So it's nothing, no greater, no greater outcome is going to become of it. 
And also you don't allow, well, like with that, you don't allow anything to show up greater, but being control is knowing that you have the awareness to know the moment that you can make a different choice and create change with it. But also you allow the universe to actually be there with you. Mm. So big difference is one has greater possibilities with it. One doesn't. <laughs> and it's like, you know, so doing, doing control and doing control doesn't allow you to be a bit to have manipulation either. And see, a lot of people think manipulation is control, but it isn't. Manipulation is what can I be that will allow something to greater to show up for everyone. And that's the other thing with being control is it includes everyone. It doesn't exclude anyone or anything. Whereas doing control, you've excluded everyone and everything. And it just, I mean, big conversation, but it just, once again, it doesn't work, you know, and I love, I'm just going to read this because somebody put a comment in here that I want to address because it's interesting with the whole being you topic is it's like, well, if I'm being me, I don't have to do anything, but that's not the case being you is you can be you can do anything and everything but now that doing isn't a proof of what you're being you don't have to prove anything with your doing when you're being you so this um somebody put in there i'm absolutely jobless sitting on my ass all day long with no responsibility in life and i'm still not me and still don't have the life i would like to have can you talk a bit more about this yeah well that's what we were saying before about the direction is what life would you like to have and get it, it not even not trying to define it but what kind of energy would you like your life to start showing up as and then what choices can you make today that would validate that what choices can you make today that would create more of that space like the thing this, this conversation with the five if you are going, you know what, I'd like to have a life with a lot more ease, making choices to fight are not going to create that. It just doesn't work. It doesn't work that way because our choices create everything that shows up. And so but I've heard you talk about this too, like not creating your life is a choice too. So we think we're not choosing, like we're not choosing, I'm not choosing anything right now. No, no, you're choosing to not choose. Yeah. And so, um, Looking, looking at that for uh, our listener who commented there, um, what are like the pragmatic places that you contribute to people or pragmatic choices of like from getting off the couch to creating a greater life? Like that's not just one big leap. That's, you know, the little choices along the way. But what does that look like when you don't think you have choice available to make a choice towards wait, the direction that you're talking about? Yeah, well, good question, because that's what a lot of people do is like you you, you go with that question of what would you like your life to, to be like or like what would you like your future to be? Most of us freeze and it's just like, oh, I don't know, like I have no idea. But that's because for a lot of us, what you actually desire is your life living in, in your future has no, there is no way of defining it. We're all we, we function far more energetically than we give ourselves credit for or we acknowledge ourselves for. So like with that, and I've had this many times where it's just like, I don't know where to go. 
but that's my way of stopping myself. So what I do is I go, okay, so what's one small choice that I have right now that would create something different with this? And just one choice. And like you said, because for a lot of us, we look for, you know, you might have something that's not working in your life or, or have something that you'd like to create is you want to get from A to Z. You want to get there. How do I get this yesterday? Um, <laughs> and it doesn't work like that because that's another way that you'll keep yourself in judgment and you'll keep yourself away from actually receiving is, see, it's not showing up. See, I'm not good enough. See, I'm not being me. See, I'm not, you know, I'm not worth it. I'm not valuable. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, 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 not. Rather than what's one small choice that's going to start taking me in that direction. So if you're sitting on your couch all day, nothing's going to show up tomorrow. You know, and if we looked at, okay, tomorrow is basic. Tomorrow is based on every choice that you're making today. So where would you like, would you like to get a little, if you'd like to get a little closer to some more ease tomorrow, what choices do you have available today that you haven't been choosing? Yeah. And in the chat, it says, when you talk about choice, I always go into conclusion, expectations and results. And what really is true choice and choosing? Well, can I just say, like, look at what we've been taught. You know, so even in that, you're not wrong for that. But this is where it takes um, it takes the tenacity to be present with yourself and go, okay, so I'm going to unlearn. I'm going to start unlearning what I've been taught about creation. And I'm actually going to start, which is what access is. is it's an unlearning of the insanity that we've been shown that we need to live with, which is the fight, which is the judgment, which is the everything... Um, you know, everything that we're sold, all of the, the, the way that we're told that things work here that don't have to be that way. So it's like going, okay, so if I know not this, if something's not working in your life, if I know not this, what else is possible? And, and you begin to start being more of a question. And then you go from today, you know what, I'm sitting around, I have no clue what I want. I'm kind of unhappy. I'm sitting on the couch. I don't know what to do to, you know what, I'm going to like, make one phone call. I'm going to talk to somebody that's been popping into my head for the last five months, you know, or, or something, but you make one, uh, one choice. You make one choice and you make that one step and then you go, Oh, wow. That actually gives me a little bit more space. Make another choice and keep, keep choosing that which creates more lightness in your life and recognize when you make those choices that don't create that. Oh, okay. So what else is possible? Not now I'm a pile of shit again. And I love when you brought up that question, if I know not this, um, what would I be aware of or what could I choose or what could I actualize? Mm -hmm. um, and I would encourage listeners to know that if I know not this is not just about all of the bad things you, you know or the wrong things about you, but it's also all the things that you've concluded are good and right that you have right. So if I know not this as being the pinnacle of my success, what else could I create? And because a lot of times we want to duplicate a, a past uh, success when um, there's no like duplication in that way, it does not actually create greater. So always looking to create greater um, is a big thing as well. Um, so in, <laughs> I'm reading our chat now. Um, I know I can't help myself. But <laughs> I just um, add to that what you just said because yeah, yeah. is that's what sticks us. 
we're quite, we're quite, we'll look at the things that are wrong about us and, you know, and most of us navigate our lives with that. It's, this is wrong. So that needs to change, but I have this right. So that doesn't need to change. And it's like, it's the right point of view. It's the rightness about ourselves is the thing that stops us. The wrong stuff, you, you'll look at that all day long. You'll look at how wrong you are with everything all day long, but the stuff that you've decided you got right, like your relationship, my precious, don't talk to me about that. But it's like within that, that's where a lot of our limitations lie because that's where we've, we've come to the most conclusions. They're the things that we're unwilling to let go of. They're the things that we do control with so that we can maintain them rather than like that. I could like now, what else is possible beyond this that I've never considered? I love that. Um, and I love that um, we have someone put in the chat, what wrong choice can I make right now instead of all the right choices I'm trying to make? And um, she said that you had given her this question. Do you want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, I think that came up in a class that I did a while ago. It was, um, it was actually what wrong choice could I make right now that would give me more awareness than the right choices I've been trying to make. And it, it because it's like the, the right choices that you're trying to make, you're not looking for awareness. You're looking for a validation of the conclusion you've come to. So you just kind of choose to validate that conclusion. But it's like, if you're willing to just go, you know what, I'm just going to get, I'm going to give myself permission for an hour for today, for whatever, I'm going to give myself um, permission to make the wrong choices, to make the stuff that I wouldn't have made in the past because I've been trying to get my life right and see what that opens up for you. See what that choice creates. See what that awareness creates. Because for a lot of us, we're not willing to, to stuff it up. When you have the point of view that you must get it right, you're not willing to make those choices that open up a new doorway, open up some other possibility, give you more of a more of an awareness on the next step you can take because every time you go to rightness the doors close in your the doors are closing as you go to that judgment and the, the beautiful thing about choices is each choice you make opens up doorways to many 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 other choices but if you're too vested in getting it right you don't see the other choices and you get to continue to validate like your point of view about whether you're right or you're wrong, you're good or you're bad, and you're looping in that fun circle. So, which is not yeah. being you. <laughs> Let's point out no, on the podcast. It's, it's, not being it's like, it's not pragmatic. And it's like, if we looked at it like that, like if we just gave ourselves a break for a minute and just like, you know what? I've been trying to get my life right. You know what? Okay. I get it. Me too. You know, <laughs> I see where I do it. And it's like, but if we look at it pragmatically, it doesn't work. Like, is it going to be, is it going to be enough for you? Is it big enough? Is it a big enough dream for you? Is it a big enough future for you just to get it right? Or doesn't it kind of excite you a little bit when you look at it and you're just like, oh, you mean like I could kind of screw it up a little bit? Yeah, screwing it up is going to give you the awareness of what, you, what you're actually capable of. So true. And also the awareness, like a lot, when I do parenting classes, I'll talk about how, you know, a lot of us learned what some of our greatest like lessons, they'll call it, you know, but I would say greatest awarenesses um, on the things that like didn't go well, the things that are like, whoa, got a lot of awareness there, you know? And so why as parents are we like helicoptering our, our kids to never make 
poor, poor air quotes on poor um, choices, because that's often where they learn the greatest awarenesses that they can have or they can have or receive as kids is like trying something out, messing it up and then getting the information that they required. So um, I love that you, you turn on that. Um, there's a question that keeps popping in. I don't know if it's someone online or it's mine or whatever, but can you talk about the difference between choosing ease and having it easy? Yeah. <laughs> choosing ease is allowing ease with everything. Cause it's like, we try and avoid the, like when you want, when you want to have an easy life, you'll avoid anything that's going to disrupt that easy, you know? And so, so you're avoiding a lot, but it's like the, the beautiful thing about, you know, tr like truly living is you're going to have shit come up a lot of it. And the more you're willing to be, the more shit that's going to come up because the more you're going to be aware of everything that doesn't allow you to be more. So the, the trying to take the easy path and the comfortable existence is like, you have to, you have to wall yourself off from anything that's going to take you out of that comfort or out of that easy rather than, you know what, is there truly anything that could destroy me? And when you start getting more of that as a, as your fundamental point of view about yourself and you get, and you're like, has anything ever destroyed me in the past? No, it's shown up. It's tried to, I've tried to let it, but it hasn't. And, you know, rather than, and we've all done it to the degree that we've done it of being victim to that and going, Oh my God, I'm like, I've been, I'm being destroyed or this person's destroying me or this, you know, whatever. But you know, that's not true. It never makes you any lighter. So it's, you know, the, the tagline, the, the tagline of access is all of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory. Even when the shit hits the fan, the ease comes from your, your being you, but like to break that down a little bit, if you have no fixed point of view about anything, like if you're willing to be an allowance of any situation, then you can have the ease with it. If you, if you can have the ease with it, then it's not about fighting your way out of it. It's about allowing it to change, you know? And if we all learned to relax a little more, our lives would be very, very different. But see, even with that, like I had, people would see relaxing as, you know, laying around doing nothing. No, relaxation is total receiving. It's the willingness to be an allowance and go, oh, you know what, this, there's something greater available here. Universe, consciousness, will you show me a different possibility? You can't do that from fight. So it's like, it's allowing, I mean, you know, the greatest example I have of this is Gary Douglas. Like, you know, even if his universe tweaks for a little bit, it'll be not very long lasting before he goes, you know, what? I'm having ease with this. And his life shows up that way. But this is this is the thing with being you is you've got to look, if you want something different in your life, you've got to make different choices and you've got to look at how your life is showing up right now. If it's not showing up with ease, what's a different choice that you have available that would change that? And, you know, for him, he is, he is my greatest, um, he's my greatest inspiration, but also there is, 
like you know it's one thing to say that like you could say you know what i'd really like to have a life of ease like that well that comes with a lot of choice a lot of choice and a lot of uncomfort and a lot of honesty with self and a lot of things where you just like ah, that's too painful for painful for me to look at but it's like they're all the things that stop us and you know and it's like so to have a life like that you've got to be willing to go the distance to have a life of age you've got to be willing to go the distance with it I just wanted to let our listeners know, um, in case you haven't heard of who Gary Douglas is, he's the founder. Of, <laughs> he's the founder of Access Consciousness. You can go to accessconsciousness.com to find out more about the tools of access and also Gary Douglas um, as well. Um, so then I'm gonna I'm gonna steer our bus a little bit um, towards a beautiful body process called the Access Bars. And I would love to um, kind of mingle those together with what you know about the access bars and how they contribute to you being more of you. Oh, just, but you can tell people what the access bars are first before, and then we okay. can go there. Yeah. Well, it's like, well, I first, you know, first found the access consciousness bars 12 years ago and I, I was out of hope. I didn't think there was anything left, you know, I was giving up and, and, when I called this girl, I found this ad in the paper and I called this girl and, you know, the ad was all of life comes to me with ease, joy and glory. Call Mel and I called this girl and she's like, so it's, you know, a little sweet voice. So it's 32 points on the head. And when lightly touched it, like it dissipates all of the belief systems that you have in place. And basically it's like clearing the computer, the computer bank of your head. And um, I was like, you know, whatever. I'm like, I don't need to know what it is. I need help. And mm -hmm. You know, so she, you know, there's, so there's 32 of these things that when lightly touched, they start erasing all of this stuff that we have in place that, that limits us. So there's, you know, like money, awareness, control, creativity, um, your body, sexuality, joy, sadness, a lot. And, um, you know, so she, she did this process on me. And after it, I was like, I couldn't explain what went on in that hour and a half, but my life, something started. Open. One of those doorways that I was talking about, something opened up and it was just, it, it started me on a different direction of where I could go for me. And I, we, you know, like current, like now there's just to know that millions of people around the planet have this gift of bars now is just such a gift and I have a class coming up and I get to teach it. But it's like, it's one of those things that, like I've talked to thousands of people about it. Everyone has a different experience with it and everyone gets something different out of it. And it's like, well, you know what it, the big thing for me was, I've always believed in magic, but I stopped really believing in it when I was like, probably like six. Before then I was just like, oh, magic, like, you know, it's like, oh, it was just the universe was fascinating to me. And I gave that up. I just, I stopped choosing that. And one of the things with, with access, with the bars, with all of the work that all of us do is I, I'm not being me and I'm not happy and I'm not having fun if I'm being normal, you know? And it's like, normal is i know for me i'm being normal when i judge myself 
that's me being normal. And it's like, what my question is for people is it's like, what if you didn't have to figure out anymore how to get there? Like, what if you didn't have to figure out the path that you need to take? What if it was, what, you could have way more ease with it. So that's for me what the bars creates. And it's just a beautiful gift of receiving and, and contributing. And it's just, I, I could not, I, I tell you, I would not be sitting here without it. And I, I, if we, if it was taken off the planet right now, gone, I don't think I'd want to be on the planet without it. So. Well, I, and I love, I love the, your way of describing them and the way that the space that you be with the bars and also knowing where you were when you found the bars, you know, like just needing everything to change. Um, so if, if you're listening and you're, you're curious about um, the access bars, you can actually go to accessconsciousness.com forward slash the bars and find out more. Um, and I would love to also invite you to a class that Brennan has coming up um, because really this, this podcast is about the power of being you. And what we do is we interview people who have tapped into something that creates more of being them in the world. And I know that the bars is that for you and for so many people. And so having you um, facilitate this class in beautiful Puerto Vallarta, Mexico next month um, and online, um, I'm super excited about what that what that's going to change for the world for more people to find it. Yeah. Um, Brennan, can you give me what your ask is for this class, this bars class? It's the global access bars class. Um, it's the one, only one you can take online and, and have it count towards being coming a bars facilitator. Um, what is your ask for the that class? My my ask for well many i mean you know i've been asking for 10 10 and i like just saying this because it kind of people go what i've been asking for ten thousand people in the bars class for years and but i only i only realized this um i don't know a couple of months ago that i was like wow i was nowhere that was a pipe dream to me i was asking for it but i would stop it at every moment that i could i was nowhere near willing to receive that now i'm like you know what i don't care what it takes I will do and be anything to create that. And it may take me 10 lifetimes. I don't know, but I'm asking for it. And like, but, but on a, and that might seem like a big ask, but a way bigger ask for me is that bars gets out there into the world and people actually have it. Like, and I love seeing the, the stuff that gets created with it. Like I talk to people who are having, who have it in schools now, and, you know, there's a lady in Australia that was running the bars in prisons. And it's like the, the, the biggest gift for me in my first bars class was actually getting this sense that I could be a gift for somebody else. Mm. So that's like that change that right there changes our world. When you go from, if you're anything like me um, and hopefully you're not to this extreme, but when you, go, when you go from hating yourself, not just hating your life, which was one thing that I had going on for me, but the thing that was destroying me was I hated myself. And when you go from that to going, wow, like this, I just got to contribute this gift to somebody else as well. That was a big, that was a big shifting point in my life. And I just, once again, that's when I know I'm being me. 
So can you give us a little information and I will answer the question here in the chat, um, but can you give us a little more information about what a bars class like actually consists of? Um, because yes. you are talking about figuring out or like coming to the awareness that you were a gift, I know probably has a lot to do with you gifting bars. So can you talk about what the class kind of format is so people have more awareness? Yeah, so you get to, um... You get to watch me all day be out of control, which will be happening, definitely. Um, <laughs> but you get to learn the bars. So basically, you you get to gift the bars and you get to receive the bars twice that day. So there's four sessions. Um, and I will be there running you through it step by step and showing you and, and giving you a lot of different tools also. But... Um, so you'll get to you'll get to receive the bars and get the energy of that, and then you'll actually get to learn how to gift it to somebody else. And then, um, you know, once the bars pass is done, you've learned the bars, and it's not about mastering them. You'll never master the bars. I thought for years I was like I had my little bars chart. I'd take it to classes, and I was like I'm hopeless at this shit. <laughs> but it's like so, but it's. You know, and I, I remember after my first bars class, I wanted to run it on everyone. I'm like, this shit changes your life. Here, let me do let me do this to you. Let me torture you with this new thing. And most people would look at me like, what is wrong with you? I think I was asking the wrong crowd. <laughs> but yeah, that's you know, there's that, and it's like, you know, and just whatever else shows up on the day. But the thing I love about facilitating is you will learn the bars. We have that down, but it's like the it's anything else is possible. Anything else could show up and anything else can change. And I know for me personally, from being a facilitator, but also attending everything um, is I know my, I know that if I truly desire it, there's nothing in my life that can't change in a day. I love and that. Even if, I, even if I'm not to the point of actually desiring it, it will shift something. Like if it was like, oh, what would it take to actually have a desire to change this for once? You know, so it's just miracles, baby, miracles. Yeah, and some magic sprinkled on top. Um, so to the question in the chat about is this class a requirement to become a bars facilitator? Um, like I'll give you a little rundown. So you take one... You, all classes that you take to become a bars facilitator have to be in person, except this one can be online if it's with Brendan. You take three classes. The first one's at full price. Every other class after that is at half price. And then you, after you've taken three with three different facilitators, um, one of them can be Brendan, you can apply to become a bars facilitator and start a um, business facilitating the class of bars. But after you take one bars class, you like this one with Brendan. Do you see how good I am at just dropping it in? Like this one with Brendan? Like maybe this oh, one with Brendan. I love it. Like just <laughs> um, this one with Brendan that if you're not at, then, then yeah. I, I don't know why you'd be at it. I know. Well, there's only one a year. And I think that's the thing too, is that you, you, you basically do one of these a year. And so, um, or any bars facilitator, because there are many bars facilitated around the world and they're oh. awesome. Um, but if you take one bars class, you become a bars practitioner, which means you can actually start charging for sessions and create a business um, around a one day class. It's kind of fucking incredible. So um, if you're more interest, interested, again, go to the Access Consciousness website and find out more or you can 
dare I say this, private message me and I will do my best to get you information or yeah. the, team, the team that answers my messages. But anyhow, um, so, um, and the question, am I allowed to take this class if I'm already a facilitator? Absolutely, no. wink, wink. <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> Um, and I love I love taking classes that I facilitate from other people um, because you get to see how they facilitate. Like even asking you that question today about control, being control or doing control, that's been showing up in my classes. I'm like, I want to know what Brendan knows about this because I don't know everything about this. So like to, to hear you actually contributes to me becoming a greater facilitator. So um, absolutely. Um, that's another ask of mine is like to for all the facilitators out there as well we have over what ten thousand bars facilitators yeah it's like for them to get that sense of it's like having more ease and being having more ease with being you facilitating yeah that took me years to get to you know i did image of facilitating for a long time trying to get the perfect be the perfect facilitator and it's like it doesn't work that's another one of those things that don't work. <laughs> so, Brendan, um, I'm going to ask you a question. I ask everybody on this podcast. Uh, we always end with this one. So this is called The Power of Being You podcast. If you were to write the show's description to tell people what the power of being you is, what would you say? Oh, wow. Put me on the spot. Um I would say the power of being you is the acknowledgement of you are the only one of you that exists like, and, and start, start exploring that from, wow, I truly am unique. There is nobody else like you, not one other person on this planet like you. So what if you didn't have to live like everybody else anymore? And what if you gave yourself the freedom to, to start exploring that, have that go on that journey of what what is what is this thing of what is this whole thing of being me? And can I just say that, like we said before, that it like I said for myself, that it's easy to know when you're not being you. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Power of Being You podcast. If this conversation has been a contribution to you, please share, subscribe, or leave a review. For more information about being you or to learn more about the amazing tools of access consciousness, you can go to www.accessconsciousness.com. How much fun can you have exploring the power that comes with truly being you?